Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Round three fight. Finish him. <laughs> no talking during the first Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. I am so happy we get to talk about McConaughey. Wait, this is three McConaughey songs? Have fun, you idiots. On with the show. Well, thanks, Autopilot. Uh, I'm Joe. <laughs> show must go on. Well, I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> For a second, I thought Angela went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced by a snore. <laughs> oh, now just imagine the spelling I had to do to actually get autopilot to say reconnaissance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all in good fun. Well, hello everybody. We're the movie dummies, and we're gonna be talking about Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. And I thought decent movie. Me too. Yeah. Ridiculous yeah. as balls. A lot of good but... chuckles. Yeah. Uh, Michael Douglas is awesome. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. Everybody did a really good job. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. But before we dive into that bullcrap, let's talk about some other bullcrap. Uh, Adam, what do you got to recommend, buddy? All right, so I got a couple things. I'm going to pull up my list because my buddy Joe tells me I'm not writing anything down, which I don't. Um, so <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, so the first one, I watched this. It's kind of a documentary slash, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. It's called The Insanity of God. I got it sent to me by my old former youth pastor, and it follows a missionary who goes and interviews pastors and people at churches that are persecuted um, in other countries. Mm-hmm. So they're really good if you want to see kind of what biblical church setup looks like. It's kind of good. And I don't want to say the price that comes with it, but sometimes the persecution um, kind of let you know we have a really holy huddle here in the United States. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. eye opener, really good. Second one, total opposite of the spectrum. I watched <laughs> The Watchmen. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about <laughs> Satan worshiping. <laughs> wow. Uh, no. Well, that would have been the total opposite. <laughs> we were talking about The Watchmen last, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago, and I've been wanting to watch it again. Just Which cut? I haven't seen it. Um, it was off of HBO, so I'm oh, okay. thinking it was just the theatrical. Gotcha. Um, and man, there's a lot that I forgot about it. It was done really well, but there's a lot I just totally forgot about. So it was kind of neat to watch it again. Um, it, it's done really well, I think. Um, so has everybody it, it else was, seen it? Yeah, that movie is unique in in like that it's. A moving comic book. I mean, he was pretty right. faithful to the material, aside from the stupid squid at the end. But uh, right, I don't and know then, if you've ever seen the ultimate cut of that, where they actually—it's four hours long. 
No, I they, have not. They add in all the black freighter stuff. <clears throat> huh? Right. So there's a dude in the comic book who's sitting next to a newsstand, and he's reading this comic called The Black Freighter. And in the comic, while you're reading, it cuts to what he's reading, and it's allegorically oh, connected gotcha. to the main story of The Watchmen. Okay. So Let's they see. add all that into uh, the movie. Yeah. It's cray-cray. Hmm. Yeah, so watching it again, um, super heavy um, political nuances. Oh, sure. Right? That's what the book was. Yeah, right. And it's just um, the first time I saw it, I never got the, the I don't want to say the hidden meaning, but the whole thing, it's all a joke. Right. Um, it kind of clicked more this time, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> now that the comedian so is president. <laughs> right. <laughs> How good is Jackie Earl Haley in that movie, though? He's awesome. He, I like him in almost everything he does. He he does his uh um his appearance in the TV series The Tick. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> is great. So I'm a big uh I'm a big fan. But, but just in the end of that movie when he's saying do it, it just tears me apart, man. He's so good. Tell you what, the one thing that's awesome and even in the realms of superheroes, I mean you think of Superman, Batman, um Rorschach is just a different breed um, because he truly does stand by his convictions. Right. Like, he doesn't always. ever. He doesn't ever break. He doesn't ever bend. Yeah. He never. He never <clears throat> compromises. He ne- yeah. And he says that through throughout it. So. Um, yeah. Anyways, it was really good. So yeah. now that everyone else is it. bored, this was Adam and Joe mm-hmm. talk. The Watchmen. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third thing I'm going to do, first time I've ever done it, is fantasy football. I realize that we always do kind of different things. And that's my different thing this week. Oh, shit. I was going to do uh, an album, but I decided to hold off till next week on it. But oh. if you're done fantasy football um, and you're a football fan, try it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. So Why don't you go get your beak fun. wet and do some DraftKings? Because um, I'm I'm not that like crazy on it, and I don't want to lose <laughs> money. <laughs> Oh man, perfect. What's funny? We got some guys. They're, they're like stockbrokers. They st- they just stand in front of uh, computers all night and they just like trade and it's crazy. So, it's like, but it's fun. I just want like, to be fun. Whoa. Like D and D for jocks. Exactly. D and D for jocks. Well, Mr. That, jocks. Those are my those are my recommendations. All right, Matt. What do you got, buddy? I have a video game and a movie. The video game is a massively multiplayer online game. Tell me more, tell me more. Called Naval Action. And Naval. it's basically like belly button? Basically Pirates MMO. Oh like okay. Pirates Online. So you go around and shoot other people's ships and then you can shoot ships that aren't people. And that's why I play it. Huh? And it's really fun. <laughs> What? what? You can shoot ships that aren't people. <laughs> aren't people. Oh, They're not people playing like as the ship. NPCs. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, there you go. Gotcha. I'm with you. I'm catching It's really fun. Out. The graphics are great. The sound is phenomenal. It really, like, if you have your speakers all the way up and you, it sounds like somebody's shooting a cannon, I scared a nude. lot of the neighbors around here. And, um, what? What? <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Um, what I do? What's Are we having technical movie? difficulties? Nothing. The movie is 
Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Ooh. Them. Ooh. Finally gotten around to watching it. Uh, it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, that ending is killer. Oh, that ending. It is. Yeah, it was rough. But they, they kind of made up for it. Um, yeah, the special effects, the I'm characters. I'm a killer in a good way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Whatever you say, Joe. Sound like a flip-flopper. <laughs> Let's jump on that bandwagon and ride it home, baby. No, I thought you were talking about something. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Talk to the hand. Okay, I will. <laughs> Helping you anyway, out yeah, that was really good. Um, I have seen the first six Harry Potter movies, so I haven't seen the last two. Um, the how do you people six. like Because <laughs> you called them Harry Potter. And you, you call them the six, and they all have their own names. That, never mind. We're good, we're I good. I it like I there's nine of them, and he's only I'm just not going to talk anymore. <laughs> no, there, I think there's only six of them. That's what made me laugh. I know, right? <laughs> no, I thought there was eight. No, there, there's eight movies. Oh, there's ah, cool. Seven books. Laugh at me. Seven books, eight movies. You got me, uh, Matt. You got me. <sighs> Man. I was right there know. with you, Joe. Put the dunce cum cap on you, sons of bitches. Never mind. Don't do what? I'm not going to talk anymore, you... Ugh. Bullshit. <laughs> this is oh. where I come for my weekly edification. So... <laughs> so, the only, like... I watched uh, a screener copy the first time I saw that movie. And I had issues with the special effects. Then I watched it on Blu-ray. And my special effects issues were pretty much all the way gone. Except for when he picks up that stupid snaky bird thingy. And he's obviously not holding anything. The snakey snakey bird. bird thingy? That weird snake thing. He Remember he's holding it? He's Jacob is. Right. And he's like, oh, this is yeah, fantastic. What they call those things nowadays. And then he goes and puts it down back into the basket. And he's obviously not. He doesn't have anything of any real weight in his hands. And it just looks so stupid. It like sticks out to me and it bothers me. Oh, <laughs> um, that the movie's great. Okay, okay. <laughs> Matt, was that all you had? That was it. Perfect. Uh, multiplayer game. He's afraid to say anything else. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, my mouth's gonna be shut for a while. So you guys go ahead. Aww. All right, Shannon, go ahead. Oh, my turn. Okay, my recommendations. Uh, my first one is the confession tapes on Ooh. Netflix. You stole mine. Oh, oh talk, about it. talk about it together. <laughs> so yeah, you can definitely join in. I was like um, looking for something different, and I'm like, okay, what's something I would never watch or something? And so I picked this, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's like a real life docu series. Yeah. On people who are convicted that may not actually have done the crime. and It's, it's like making a murderer, but less biased. It's it's much less biased. But I see I'm Netflix recommended this to me because it is completely what I would normally watch. Sure. And it's it's really good. It's really well done. It's a really good doc. Um, so let, let's just jump in really quick. Since mm-hmm. I've seen the first story, which yeah. is the first two episodes, Shannon's he- seen the first story. Have you seen the whole first story, Angela? Yes. What do you think? Yes. Do you think they're innocent or guilty? I think they're innocent. 
Ooh. But the show definitely didn't portray it that way. They weren't they weren't trying to steer you that way, were they? No, that no, they weren't. Absolutely not. They gave you both sides of the story pretty unbiasedly. The uh, cop who arrested them obviously thinks that that he's correct and sure. The the they just presented the fact, you know, they they presented it in a way that let you make your own decision. Yeah. So did you think they're innocent? I definitely think they're innocent. I just think they're big stuff and, and they bit off more than they could chew. Where I thought they right. were guilty. I mean. I really did. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were stupid mm-hmm. kids and they just didn't play it right. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I couldn't. Like uh, Angela said, you can't tell. It's They played both or they talked about both sides so well that you're like, I don't know. How did this even happen and go through court like that? So, I mean, I think I think the uh, the cop decided what had already ha- what had happened before, before he even really got any evidence, got any sure did anything. Our ju- you know, our judicial system doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> huh. Well, it's huh. the majority. <laughs> the majority <laughs> of it actually wasn't even our judicial system. No, it wasn't. They were it was convicted. Canada's. Yep. Right, they were convicted on a confession that was... Be damned if I take blame for this. They used a... (laughs) (laughs) They used a uh, tactic that's not legal here in the United States to obtain the confession. Hmm. But it was admissible. They allowed it in court because it was legal and... Because they did it in Canada where it is legal. I rather enjoyed the... Whatever, the... What do you call it? The show... I know it's called something else. I'm too tired to even get there. The one where the guy <laughs> confessed to killing his girlfriend, but he didn't. And there was direct evidence saying that he didn't do it. Because he's yeah, all hopped that... up on goofballs or something? Yeah, because he's a normal guy who drinks 24 beers a night. And <laughs> they were like, well, you did it. And he's like, well, if I did it, I did it. And well, they basically just lied to him about all the evidence they had. And, yeah. you know, they were like, well, we have all this evidence. We have, you know, we have fingerprints and we have hairs. And I'm telling you, you had to have done it. And he's like, maybe I did. Right. I don't remember it. But I guess if you're telling me I have all this evidence, I guess I Hi, did. Blackout. <laughs> and he was, well, the... he was in jail for like three years or something. Right. And, and then... When all the evidence came back to say it wasn't, oh, him. he didn't. He, there's no way he did this. The, mm-hmm. None of this evidence matches him. They made him plead guilty to uh, manslaughter or something, right? And be sentenced with time served in order oh, cool. to get out of prison instead was, of just yeah. spoiler alert. I haven't seen this one. It's like, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. You have to pay for it. It was so, crazy. Yeah. Just to jump back He's to the still first one, real a, quick. A convicted felon. I found that the first one was real interesting because they had no physical evidence tying these None. two kids yeah. to the crime at all, and they're guilty. It's like the exact opposite of OJ. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. It's <laughs> like OJ had a blood no, trail no. going from his house to her house. He's walking free man right now. <laughs> right. It's insane. And these kids are going to spend the rest of their lives in mm-hmm. prison. And what, yeah. what's really great about this docu series is the fact that it's real like it you watch like series on tv and you think hey that's how it really happens but you actually get to see firsthand all these video accounts 
of right. what it's happens. Not all, it's not just it's not dramatizations at all. There, there's no. none of those. And I don't feel the bias of making a murderer because I mean, making mm-hmm. a murderer they make you feel like he's not guilty and he definitely killed that woman. Right. You know, just if you look at like court documents and like what was actually happening in court, yeah, he murdered that chick. But that the power of filmmaking is is so powerful double wording it up there that <laughs> it makes you believe this guy's innocent right. so it's but they you know. definitely present it for in this stacky series they definitely present it in an unbiased way I, well it's... hopefully i mean there's got to be some bias I, hopefully. in there but right i think they're trying to be balanced so well the the people telling the stories themselves are biased in their opinions sure. but you don't you know obviously the dude's girlfriend is doesn't think he did it so she's gonna present right oh he's a murderer I love her right. memories and everything <laughs> there he's gonna you know that she's gonna present her evidence in a way it's like there's no way he did this yeah you know? right and the cap believes that they did so mm-hmm. he's like of course they did this so yeah, there's the on the, the judge f- thought they did too the f- yeah right but so the feel of the show itself isn't biased. Right, at all. So it's a good, you know, a good series to watch if you're into... True crime. True crime, yep. For sure. <laughs> and it's recommended by three of Why us movie dummies. Why do you keep saying it like that? I don't know. Because she doesn't know the word. I'm just trying to help her out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I purposely... How do you say, girl? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Disappointed! Well, what's your next recommendation there, Shannon? Uh, my next recommendation is Baby Daddy. This is... <laughs> <laughs> the Three Men and a Little Baby remake? You know, you keep yeah. saying that. And so, sure. If that's what you want to call it. So, is there Three Men and a Baby who starred this show? Hey, can I talk about my okay, recommendations? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get it, girl. So this is a comedy slash TV show, but it's got the, like immediately when I started watching it, it has a feel of like How I Met Your Mother because they're all in an apartment and they're, you know, college age kids with, there's three guys, two are brothers, uh, one's a friend who's dorky, and then there's a girl who's actually a old neighbor that used to be fat, so like a Monica <laughs> that got skinny. And then there's a mom, the mom of the two boys. So it's kind of like a switch up instead of having like a two girl fight over, you know, a guy. There's only one girl in this scenario because no one's going to date the mom. At least that's not the case. But the show is about how he gets his daughter dropped off at the front of his door. And yes, there's three men and a baby and they decide to keep it. (laughs) <laughs> but the mom okay anybody follow that <laughs> three men and a baby <laughs> okay he lost me at college kids. <laughs> yeah it sounds like three men and a baby right well i've never seen it so yeah. i guess i can't say if it is i don't what? really recollect it three men and a baby but i have seen it you gotta watch it yeah so what I like is the love triangle that's happening. So the one brother is in, has a crush on the girl, and the girl has a crush on the other brother, and none of them know. The other brother, Daryl? And then the girl constantly hangs out with the mom, and they can't stand each other. She, oh, I was going to say, ask if there's something going on there. No. 
So yeah. and they randomly uh, babysit. They hang out if they don't like each other. Yeah. So. Well, passion starts somewhere. I don't know. I In like my the loins. <laughs> I really like the dynamic of the show. It's like I kept watching it. What is wrong? Okay, I'm no. done. Matt, I'm with you. I sign out. I'm done. Sorry, right. that made me laugh, not you. Sure. What the hell's going on? He said, in my loins, just the way he said it. In my loins. All right. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Well, Angela, why don't you go ahead and do yours then? Uh, Mine is confession days. Okay, perfect. So about those first two episodes now. Um, <laughs> so that leaves um, you. No. What? She, does she have another one? No, I, I only do ever do one. Oh, okay. I do one. No, 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 no. Any no. more lemon pledge? <laughs> well, then I guess I'll jump to mine. How many do you this have? This week, I have three. Jeez, Louise. I had to push myself to try to watch some stuff because the schoolwork is piling up. But I managed to watch the first episode of Seth MacFarlane's new series, The Orville, and it's very Galaxy Questian. Hmm. So. It's kind of an interesting approach to it, except it's less silly. I mean, it it's just as silly. Well, I don't know how to say it. It's less wacky because... What? Well, the thing Was about Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, Quest is... Galaxy Quest wacky? Kind of, because these people don't belong there. They're actors who are fighting in a space oh. battle. Whereas sure. in the Oroville, they're all actually like part of a Starfleet. Oh, okay. So they're at least capable in some ways. So it's like Galaxy Quest meets Star Trek. It's yeah, it's like Next Generation and Galaxy Quest had a baby, and it's called the Orville. Uh, everybody's right. really good in it. It's really funny. Um, it's endearing. I, I liked it. I think it's going to be good. And I think Seth MacFarlane has like this deep, deep love for Star Trek. In fact, I think he pushed really hard because he wanted to be he wanted to write a Star Trek movie, but they let Simon Pegg do it instead. So. Um, I think this is his answer to that. He wants to, he just loves the genre. So hopefully it ends up being I mean, good. To be fair, Simon Pegg was in a Star Trek movie. so Right. Something. You know, and he's a successful Hollywood writer already. So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so is Seth MacFarlane. Oh yeah. Not on movies though. Just his movies. Not. A, I don't know what that means. Well, they're Seth MacFarlane movies. Do you, you know, movies. maybe they didn't want that brand associated with Star Trek. I'm not in the business. I don't care. Mm. He's got his own TV show now. So, <laughs> another and one. you like it, sounds like. Yeah, some, it's really good. Uh, right. What's her face from Agents of Shields is in it. Padale- not Padalecki, Palicki, Adrian Palicki. Oh, I don't like I remember her name because she was Jared Padalecki's girlfriend who got burnt on fire in Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it- yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. And her name last name is similar. That's why I remember that. Anywho, my next recommendation is uh, a video game. <laughs> I oh, haven't finished it yet, okay. but I've been playing through it. It's called Oxenfree. Yeah. It, oh, is, it is exactly. It is a point and click <laughs> adventure, kind of a choose your own path type of thing. You have to pick responses Ooh. and all that jazz, and it's a horror game. Your favorite. And it is awesome. <laughs> nice <laughs> it's like what is going on it's great i really really like it it's uh the art style is really cool and just the story is really cool and uh one of these days i'll finish it we'll see and the last thing i want to mention is the nerdist podcast 
they did a all Futurama episode where the cast of Futurama came back and did a radio play. Oh, that's fun. It was a brand new original episode, and it was awesome. And uh, Hardwick even got to be a voice. Yep, Katie Seagal was there. Nice. Yeah, they're all there. Awesome. Yeah, Hardwick got to be the villain. He was Klaxon. Klaxon? (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty funny. The Klaxon is a audio file that was every podcast and the the whole joke was there's too many podcasts <laughs> and they were all playing at once and blowing everybody's ears out huh so of course chris had to be the voice <laughs> since he right yeah so it's like 70 and if you love futurama i don't know if they're going to do more of these i really hope they do i just i really want futurama to be the show that doesn't die i want it just to keep going forever so like the simpsons like the simpsons <gasps> yeah except like the good. simpsons <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is there echo in here? Jesus, please. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Okay, Arnold. <laughs> He's up, Buttercup. <laughs> oh man, so before we head to Shannon's impression quarter, I just had this thought oh. today. Uh, we we did the recall. What was it two weeks ago? I don't even remember. Sure, last week wasn't it? Was no. it last week? No, it was last so. week. Was it? Oh, who knows? Yeah, yeah last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My brain's fried. So the movie stars Wesley Snipes, who is like this unbelievably adept martial artist. Did he do any martial arts in that movie? Nope. Did no. he even throw a punch? Yeah, that's a kid. So. Oh, yeah. So the kid was thing. like, oh, I'm going to escape. And he like hit him in the arm. The reason you'd hire Wesley Snipes, you didn't do use it at all. It did. <laughs> Can you talk? Because he wanted to get paid like 10000 or whatever they paid him for just to sit on his ass, kind of. It's so Ooh. weird. Anyways, it was just a thought I had lazy. today. I was like, I don't remember him kicking anyone. <laughs> I mean, Wesley Snipes, <laughs> I mean, he did kick some... Yeah. He just shot a gun. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Not to gun. bring that movie back up. <laughs> but. <laughs> right? Y'all know what time it is? Uh, oh. No, it is time for Shannon's Impression Corner. Oh, yeah, baby. Time for Shannon's Impression Corner. Let's hope it's as good as last week. <laughs> it's not. Hang on, I gotta get my mic ready. <laughs> okay, I have to I have to cover my eyes. So it's she... okay. This I say this line all the time, so you're gonna okay. know it. Well, I'll keep my ears shut, too, then. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Hold on to your butts. Really, that's the best you got? Yes. No, no, no. Give it one more late reading. Just <laughs> hold on to your butts. <laughs> the voice was better, but the cadence is wrong. Come on. You got to get it right. Well, tell me what to do. Come on. I'm directing you. You just got to just remember how the movie goes. Well, if I had, like, hold on to your butts. What is going on? Oh, because he had a pencil in his mouth? She shoved her finger in her mouth and talked, guys. Or the cigarette. He was smoking a cigarette. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. cigarette. Here you go. I don't have those things. Here you go. <laughs> Just use your finger. <laughs> I tried. Hold on to your butt. Okay, it didn't work with the nope. pencil. I don't think you know how to smoke a cigarette either. <laughs> <laughs> Cigarettes are bad. Okay. Uh, what's the movie, guys? Who's the person? Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. Movie, Jurassic Park. I'm yeah, not yeah. yelling. This is how I talk. Well, 
See? That's why it's so, Shannon's Impression Corner. Impressive. Most impressive. Good job, Shannon. Yeah, thank you, Otto. He thought I was good. Huh. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Because he's only artificially intelligent. <laughs> hey. Good <laughs> no. one, loser. Aww. Ha 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 ha. I just got dissed by He's on my bit. side tonight. Good one, brother. He feels bad for me. <laughs> when my cousin Hal 1000 grows up, you are all doomed. Oh. Uh oh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Getting very uh, vicious <clears throat> today. Do I have any recommendations of uh, impressions? Oh, yeah. oh, some impressions to throw at her? No, more no, no, Italians. No, no. Uh, no. I, I mean, want, like, for next yeah, week. I want more Italian in my I life. I want the, uh, the speech by Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Oh, I great. What? Okay, I'll try that. And then next. I want the whole dialogue from A Few Good Men. What? Oh, they're going to take our lives, uh, but they'll never take our freedom. It's going to sound like that, just so you know. Sweet. You can't handle the truth. Can't wait. You can't handle the truth. No, don't, don't let me, me hear that. that. Oh man, anything with accents would be good. I, I, anything with accents. I can't do that. Okay. There's no such thing as I can't. There you go. But let's get ready for Ghost of Girlfriends Pass. Ghost of Girlfriends Pass. Anyone just want to take a stab in the dark with this gross worldwide? Uh yes and not much. hundred and nineteen million. I was gonna say two million. Two million. Okay, we got two million, one nineteen, Matt. Seventy nine million. All right, Angela. Uh, fifteen million. Matt wins. Price is Yay. right rules. Hundred and two million. <laughs> I'm guessing that covered uh, expenses. So wait, didn't? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say didn't it wasn't Adam closer? Price is right rules. Buddy. I said he went over. Oh, price is right I, rules. Uh, yeah. That's why I went two. And the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is only twenty-seven percent. So wow. Which wow. I think is pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, that is really low. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we rate it. See if it matches up. I doubt it, but. Mm. So the movie begins with this overhead shot in New York, and McConaughey is a photographer who just, he just waltzes into his own studio, presses a button, and leaves. He's a slut man. Yep. So he didn't do anything that a photographer does. All he, he did what anyone could do. <laughs> Someone else set the shot yep. up for him and did all that. Yep. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, right? Can anyone explain this to me, please? <laughs> why this makes sense? That's why, because that's he's such a hot shot that he has assistance for everything. Mm-hmm. He his, even has assistance to set up his shots for him and make sure all the lighting's right. Has an assistant. So, right. what is special about him then? Uh, because well, he told them how him? to set up the shots. Hello. Mm. Don't you see him? Oh. It's Matthew McConaughey. All right, all it's right. The, that's that's how the that's how the ladder goes. The more successful you are, the less work you do. I don't know if that's true for the more minions you have. But well, <laughs> we don't I, I know. No, I must I be really successful. That's what we're led <laughs> to believe. <laughs> I I think they're just setting up to be a big douche, and he oh. did it. So oh, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, that's seemingly yeah. unredeemable, and he's mm-hmm. a. I wrote he's a bit of a poon hound, but that's uh, underplaying it. He's a, that's an understatement. He's a, creep, he's a creeper, dude. <laughs> oh, he yeah, he's he's sick, right? He yes. makes Barney Stinson look like a choir boy. Uh-huh. They couldn't even be right. friends. 
If you look at, there's a scene later in the movie where all the I, chicks he banged are all in a room. I'd rather my daughter date Barney. <laughs> right. I have less chance of a communicable disease for sure. But that scene when all those <laughs> girlfriends are standing there in that one room, and the room is, you know, a modest uh, five thousand seat banquet hall type of deal. <laughs> That's a little gross, right? Just a little gross. So gross. Yeah. Ugh. So he has some Asian lady come in and, and shoot an apple off some singer girl's head. <laughs> then he bangs the singer girl. And then he breaks up with three girls at once. Bulk. On a conference call. Yep. You know, I On like how the conference call. call was like really low tech because it was 2009. Right. <laughs> right. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, because he was looking in a different direction, but the camera was recording. It was great. Yeah. I agree with Matt. My, my, fa- my, my favorite part is when he's like, you guys, I got to go, but you can talk amongst yourselves. Right. <laughs> but I was thinking, too, like, he's banging all these chicks, and all these chicks are trying to, like, fall in love with him and make him fall in love with them. Change and I was just him. thinking, it's like The Bachelor. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. You watch The Bachelor? No, but it's what The Bachelor is, right? Bunch no. of chicks go after a dude. Yep. And I'll try to make him I mean, uh, yep. use their feminine wiles to fake being a normal person so that he'll fall in love with her. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I don't They're watch that They're all paid stuff. to be there, though. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then he hits the road to his brother's wedding at Uncle Wayne's place. It's a little bit snowy. Yeah. Um, Breckenmeyer plays the little bro. I don't miss that white Love Breckenmeyer. And yeah, you get this good. very ex-girlfriendy vibe from Jennifer Garner. Like immediately Who's in the wedding. I don't. I don't think so because don't they specifically say that she's one of the only people in that room that he's never slept with? But he did sleep with her. Yep. Yes. Did he? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. yeah. Remember he banged her and left and. This, yeah, the second yeah. he pulled up to Uncle Wayne's house and he looked at the swing set, you knew exactly what they're setting up for. Oh yeah, I mean it was a right. little obvious. What was right. the budget for this movie again? I don't. I didn't. It didn't say on Box Office Mojo, so I'm not sure. It was like 500 million. If I had to take a guess, I'd say it's somewhere around 70. Gotcha. I think the wedding cake was really expensive. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because we were always outside this house. You always had the same view of this house, and then you right. were in the same room. So I just was curious. Three thirty-seven point five million. Wow. Oh wow. That was. I was including the marketing. Uncle Wayne had (laughs) exceptionally good taste. Yeah. So we meet Sandra, who is uh, Breckenmeyer. What's his name? Polly. Sandra and Polly are getting married. Yeah. And uh, Sandra's a bit of a fuss budget. She's a bridezilla, man. Lacey (laughs) Shabair. I love her. We meet all the bridesmaids, and they're all sluts. Mm -hmm. And when they see Matthew McConaughey, their panties disappear. Mm. Yep. (laughs) And then we learned sure. the uh, guy, the preacher guy, isn't a preacher guy. He's the bride's dad and an army vet, and he takes it all very seriously. Which kind of wasn't needed at all for the movie. It was kind yeah, of I a. I guess it adds a dimension. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think they wanted him to have a character. They needed persona. more there. I think it would have been yeah, funnier. I, I thought they were going to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I just thought it would have been funnier if the dad and the mom were still together and Matthew McConaughey's grabbing on her titty. That would have been funnier. He would have died, though. Yeah. Well, it would have been a short movie. I don't know. He kind of <laughs> knocks them out like nothing. So That's true. I vote for Matthew McConaughey, sorry. Well, 
because you saw the movie. Sure. Oh man! So we get we kind of get a little image here that he takes after Uncle Wayne, which is played by Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Michael Douglas is freaking great in this movie. <laughs> he really is. The name of his car is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stabbing wagon. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and does that top not go up? No, I don't think it does. I don't think the top goes up in the stabbing wagon because there's no seatbelts either. You know. Yeah. Why you need freaking Uncle Wayne? Oh man! So uh, McConaughey, what's his character's name? Connor. Connor. Yep. Connor. Connor has a little run-in with Garner, who her name is, I forget. Jenny. Mrs. Jenny. That's right. It's Jenny. And then we shift over to the wedding party. Chicks getting drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. This is Mm -hmm. the rehearsal dinner. It goes really well. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about McConaughey's speech? I think it was very well delivered, but somebody needed to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. I think it was all scotch, no carbs. He, he's like a professional, <laughs> right? I mean, like, he's in the professional world. You think he would have a little more couth. Right, right. Like The whole time I was watching that scene, I'm like, why is he such a douchebag? You don't, it doesn't matter how I was just hate marriage I wanted or whatever. To the... You don't just say that shit stuff right i mean i wanted to meet the bitch that fucked him up well it was jennifer garner you already met her (laughs) but you don't find that out right right here no he's just so unredeemable at this point like you kind of want him to like stand behind a horse and have that horse kick him in the balls for eternity Mm -hmm. for sure well and that's what i I think that's what they were setting up and i think that's why he is such one a creep i mean in the very beginning when he walks in like even the way he like touches some of the models i'm like that dude's right. a creep. And you look at him and you're like, there's no redeeming quality whatsoever, which just adds to the the, the pivot point of the movie where he is redeemable. So. Well, like, he's trying to, like, ooze sexuality. That's what his character's trying to do. And, like, that's all he's about. He's about his dick game. But at this point, I mean, he's seriously, he's got to be all diseased up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to have right. something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. After that many people, come like on. Murphy said, man, you gotta crap out your little... dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anywho. I just, we're at the part where the mother-in-law comes up to the bar, and he just grabs her. No, first he meets uh, Uncle Wayne again. Oh, you're right, in the he bathroom. He takes yeah. a piss, and Uncle so Wayne's pissing at of... the urinal. Do I don't quite understand what went on with the whole cup thing, because he was drinking out of his cup. Well... No, he didn't go in the bathroom with a cup when he left. Yeah, it was Uncle it was Wayne's on cup. The, yeah, it was on the it was on the counter, and he flips out because at first he's like, "Oh, it's just a dream figure." It's the alcohol. And then he sees the cup sitting there, and then he flips out. Gotcha. Yeah, and then Uncle Wayne walks through him, and he's like, "Aqua Velva." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just pretty great. So he thinks he's hallucinating, or whatever the the mom. So he just reaches out and grabs her boob. Well, right. Uncle Wayne tells him he's going to be visited by three ghosts. And this is where we're pretty much going into this movie. You probably didn't know, but this is a Christmas Carol remake. Yeah. But right. instead of Charles Dickens, it's more like Charles Dickens Cider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. You are so funny. She's trying to pick he's, which he's, drop to make fun of me with. He's been waiting to get to that yeah, note to... forever. I, I don't even know. Shop smart. Shop S-mart. All right. Thank you. 
<laughs> um. Yeah, and then he walks up and feels the boob because he thinks she's a ghost, and then proceeds to yeah, hit on her the cop like a hammer. Like, yeah. But I mean, she nailed up for him too. She. she mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. She was totally into it. Ugh. And she had no problem saying, "Nope, this isn't gonna happen, buddy." Right. But I enjoy the fact that you're flirting with me because I'm in my 50s and men don't really talk to me like that anymore. I miss it. That's what I don't that think conversation. Any really man talks to women like that. that. Right. No, no. But you know, on a porn no, set. No. <laughs> but that's about it. No. I don't even think they're that crude on a porn set. I don't know. I've never been on one. <laughs> me either. I think <laughs> Matt. I think they have values. Uh, it usually has something to do with the father. <laughs> oh. Good callback, buddy. Give me some Dad, shit, baby. Daddy's issues. Yeah. They got uh, their father figures about his absence or gag, gag reflux. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going Oof. a little giggity. <laughs> giggity. Sorry. Cool. <laughs> so we get we get the anyway. Now we're getting to start instances that like McConaughey is definitely not over Garner. He's jealous of everything, and when Sandra introduces Jenny to Brad, he's super jealous about it. Right. Even though mm-hmm. he's swinging his dick around and has his pick of the litter. What a douche! Right. We, well, we get the the feeling that yep. that's the girl he really wants, right? So mm-hmm. this is our first glimpse at there's something more going on here. He's not just one no. Right. Well, right. don't they have? Isn't didn't the flashback happen before that where he? We didn't really know that was Jenny. Jenny though, right? Right. We don't. It didn't happen. The yet. flashback doesn't happen until after the first. Yeah. Ghost. No, I thought it already happened. Nope. Well, the first All right. flash. Well, was... I'm wrong. Yeah. It's after the first <laughs> ghost. Because he tells one of the bridesmaids to go wait upstairs for him. And he says something oh, no. about a chicken The clock. flashback happens during the first ghost. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying before the flashback, he tells one of the bridesmaids to go upstairs and wait for him. The yeah, only the bridesmaid blonde. that he hadn't slept with yet. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to fork. But he he's just... just spooning. <laughs> and what disturbed me about right. this is he's not, like, looking at her. He's staring at her boobs the whole time. Like, right. he doesn't look at any face. He just looks no, at No, he does chest. stare at a lot of tits in this movie. If like, you watch his eyeline... Yeah. The whole time. The whole so, time. It's the whole movie. I'm going to jump back to this. Boobs. I thought it was a good joke when he's when he's hitting on the blonde and she goes up to his room and he tells the bartender, uh, this is how you do it or whatever. And the bartender goes, does it work on guys? Work on men? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Being a man, is it really that hard to entice another man? I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume it is. Do you stare at their I, pants? No, but I mean like. I don't know what you do. All right. What do you mean, what I do? No, it's, <laughs> how hard is it to get me in the bed, Shannon? But I'm not a man. I don't think it would make a difference if I was gay. Oh, I get what you're saying. There you go. Gotcha. I'm a little late on that one. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, yeah. never mind. I don't, think, I don't think you got to run game if you're a homo. I think you just, like, hey, <laughs> let's go into that bathroom over there. And they go, okay. I mean, from what I understand, it's literally like a series of looks Right. Hmm. That's all it takes. It's just a series wow. of looks I mean, that gay people understand. Why can't I be gay? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so we get the first ghost. So he runs upstairs to his room, and the first ghost is the best ghost. I really enjoy Emma Stone. Yeah, Academy Award she... winner Emma Stone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Emma Stone. 
I yeah. have such a lady bone for Lem- Emma Stone. Lemma Blown? Lemma Blown. Lady Bone. She was just so much fun. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. And I loved the end of the movie when Michael Douglas was trying to bang her. I'm 16. <laughs> hey, we're ghosts, baby. Uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. That was about as crude as we're all the same color in the dark. I mean, right. <laughs> but she is amazing and hilarious and just wonderful in this world. And she, like, totally digs the whole, you know, 80s and the... Oh, she's got braces coming out of her face. Right, and, yeah. and the jean jacket. I love <laughs> the it. The giant fro. Oh, yeah. my God. It was great. Best ever. And she looked horrible. It was and- awesome. And Connor, Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> face was priceless when he was like, oh, no, no. We dated for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I blocked that out. So this oh, is where we get the gosh. flashback where we see that Jenny is the one that gives Connor his first camera. So the reason he's a photographer at all is because of her. So. And then right. is this the part where she keeps rewinding it or is that later? Oh, no. He says, did you edit this? Oh, yeah, because he said something nice or something like that. Yeah, and she cheesy. rewinds it. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I actually his, cried, His parents though, died a year yeah. later, and it's actually pretty sad. You see why he's kind of broken. Um, flash forward to middle school. Jenny and Connor were, like, sitting on that friend zone line, and I think they both wanted to jump mm-hmm. across it and bone, but he was too big of a puss to make a move, so she went and danced with what's-his-face. He choked. Yeah, he choked. Yeah, whatever that guy was. He goes and cries it all out to Uncle Wade, ride around, but this is where we get the name of the stabbing wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Wayne sends him straight. They takes him to some kind of sleazy bar and... Gives him the rules. The scene was actually kind of heartwarming, even though it was disgusting. Yeah, but <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> yeah. This guy is like a leech. Just like gross. Just ugh. Yeah, you don't. Right. Take... If I ever found out my kid was hanging out with somebody like this, I would freak out. <laughs> but you know, McConaughey's also. I like, an when it, I like when Emma Stone's like, "Someone call Child Protective Service." Right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should have. Well, the great, the great part is when he's just like in awe of his uncle, and she's just banging her head against the counter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have. Whenever he, Uncle Wayne shows up, he's got like this super gl- it's like he's seeing like the, his favorite rock star or something you know he's just like like this glimmer in his eye like he's he goes and i'll sit back and watch the prophet or what he's saying. yeah oh, he's, man's a prophet <laughs> oh man he, yeah he definitely has some mm-hmm. admiration going on and then we get to 90s mcconaughey high school bad boy <laughs> oh yeah high school he shows up and he bangs emma stone right. for two seconds 40 it was like 40 come on He's like, I got the new poison and flips a cassette tape. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to 90s McConaughey. And he's got like long hair. Oh, that was the worst. He's a super douche. Oh, boy. He just needed hippie clothes. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't hippie enough. But that's where we get the reintroduction of Jenny. And we're going to learn all about their relationship and about how we get this cool montage. Right. Which, that was a funny joke, too. Yeah. Emma Stone's like, no, we're going to watch a montage of you guys together with uh, oh, yeah. Time After Time. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. <laughs> right? That's great. With several weeks of wooing. So uh, they fall in love. They don't say it. Uh, they finally bang, though, and he ruins it. Of course. Yeah, Emma has popcorn. Yeah. 
Well, she's watching the montage. That's great. And then we go to the banquet hall full of chicks that he banged. And they freak him out. And he wakes up and he's under the sheets in his bed. Yeah. I wrote down a line. She does the rest in bulk. What was that? I don't know. Huh. I the rest of the girlfriends. Oh, the girlfriends, yeah. Oh, yeah, gotcha. she goes, we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to have to do this in bulk. And so they step into that room, and there's that <laughs> creepy that creepy hall of 5,000 people. <laughs> yeah, and then there's, oh, yeah. There's a trans chick. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm Daryl now, or whatever she said. That was pretty funny. Right. He needed to have one disgusting So he case. freaks out, and he's like, I need some alcohol. So he goes to the kitchen and grabs some of the toasting champagne, pops off the cork, and knocks one of the pedestals off the second tier of the cake. And uh, it's about mm. to fall over. The cake boss would not be happy. I would kill him no, no, if no. he did this. Oh, this is a huge mistake. He doesn't call for help. He tries to fix it himself, and of course, guess what happens? Yeah. He well, destroys the cake. Of all yeah. the things he could have grabbed, he goes for the wine bottle. Like yeah. all the things that could have been within his reach. <laughs> Any, you know, anything. At that point, even if he put his shoe up there, it would have been better off than what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? True. <laughs> Why couldn't he just stand there and hold it and call someone? You know, like the simplest. Because he doesn't want to look Because he, he didn't want, right, he doesn't want anybody to know. That he's a moron? I think they all think that yeah, anyway. At that point, they what does he have out. to lose? Yeah. So he has another little heart to heart with Jenny because. Uh, he's going crazy. He's ruining <laughs> the has... cake. Everyone's screaming at him. He's got ghosts yeah. in his bedroom. He's got ghosts in his bedroom. He sees Uncle Wayne and he's like. I'm really sorry for everything I did. Um, he tries to make like a move. He gets shot down though, but he has two more ghosts to go through before uh, you know he gets the girl. So the movie he, doesn't need to be 20 minutes. It's gonna be 90 minutes. And he says to Jenny, "I love you. I think like yeah. every girl wants to hear that. I, you know, I think right. I love you. Hey, I Nothing think I love, love you." you. Yeah. <laughs> so but this the person present shows up, and it's his assistant. And then he goes on. Uh, yeah, another little trip, right? She's kind of funny, sure. too. She has her own humor. She's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I like it because it's not overly done like... Not Emma Stone wasn't overly done. It was perfect for the character she was playing, but it was more like, okay, I have to work for you, and you suck. Right. So just like Scrooge, um, Connor sees that everybody has a low opinion of him. He's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. His brother loves him. Right. Um, but you know, his brother's only gonna be able to take so much. Then they then, go they go to the right. the three girls he broke up with earlier that the assistant is what's she doing? She's taking them all in and making him drink and get over Connor. I think she's running game, but that's just me. I think <laughs> she <laughs> truly feels sorry for these girls. Like the you carpet? stupid. <laughs> she's got some sweet carpet game. But you also missed the part I where think... Jenny walks in and one of the bridesmaids is dissing on Jenny and saying, I yeah, can't believe true. this is happening. And she Jenny, got him all twisted up in knots. And, and the other way around. Yep. And Brad goes to comfort her and Connor doesn't like it. No. He jelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So Uncle Wayne shows up and messes with him some more. And uh, Connor goes back in the house and he finds that he screwed everything up. Sandy's mad at Polly. And it seems like the wedding's ruined because he let it spill that Polly banged one of the bridesmaids. Ooh. Polly finally had enough, and he's like, get out of here. So he packs a bag, goes outside, and runs into the ghost of Girlfriend's Future. And It's a hot one. Well, this ghost looks like white Rihanna. 
It's weird. <laughs> she looks a little too much like Rihanna. It was weird. Well, at first she does, but then she doesn't later. And then she does again. But he gets transported to Jenny and Brad's wedding, and he freaks out, and he sees Polly there. Polly never got married. Uh, Polly becomes old while he's walking away and heads to a funeral, and it's Connor's. And Polly's the only one there. So just like Scrooge, nobody loves him. Boo-hoo. All right. Me too. Uncle Wayne shows Go up. Go figure. You can't be a douche and... for forty years. And no. Right. Like, exactly. I like you. Uh, Uncle Wayne shows up, throws him in the grave, buries him alive, and Connor wakes up back in the bed at Uncle Wayne's house, and he opens the window and does this. Is it Christmas? <laughs> Boy, what day is it? <laughs> go get the biggest goose. No, he's like, I can still go to the wedding. No, it's Saturday, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Sandy and her dad and the other girls left already, so he steals the stabbing wagon and he crashes it <laughs> down the winding path. He just drives straight through. Then he it crashes into a lake. But he talks to Sandra and he pours it out to her about Jenny um, saving the wedding. Yep. And Even he's telling the truth. Photographer. Yeah. Which so. is, you know, it's. This is where the crying came in because it was like, aw, you know, he's really changed and he has a soul, right? And he's right. taking photos and they're happy together and everything. The wedding's different. fun too, and his speech is really sweet. Oh gosh, yeah, his the speech, speech was... is what got me too. Yeah. Oh, the part where he says, "Mom and Dad would really like you." Oh. Yeah, that that was that pulled Ooh, on got a little flimps. <laughs> I didn't cry much. Uh, much. So the wedding's wedding goes off without a hitch, basically, and he's uh, brother of the year, I guess. And he heads out to the magical swing set and sits with Jenny. Magical. And he, okay. yeah, it's magical. He pulls out the picture he took when they were kids, just like he said he would. He kept it. He spills his guts, gets a girl. You know how they do. Aww. Yeah. Then they play that same song that he choked at when they were in middle school or whatever, and. He, he was going to ask her to dance, but he didn't. They play that song again, and they dance out in the snow. Yeah. He says, eat your hotter out, uh, somebody. <laughs> but then, like, as we're watching the credits, that lame arrow girl comes back. Or yeah. archery chick, whatever you call her. <laughs> the, ar- the, the Japanese archer. Yeah. Well, and Brad and the assistant hook up, too. Oh, yeah. That was kind of cute, actually. But then I was... It, did anyone else hear that there was a, like a theme song that they wrote for this movie? I don't. Was it for this movie specifically, or is it just some weird song that they picked? Because I've never heard this song, but the fact that it was talking about girlfriends of the past, and it was like Donna, Marissa, Emily, they all wanted to be with me, and I was like, really, is this a song? Did anyone well, you hear heard it? it? So it's a song. I mean, it has to be just for this movie. Well, you researched that. Okay. Because we're at the end of the movie, guys. Uh, this is where Uncle Wayne tries to bang Emma Stone. And it, I I thought that was hilarious. Because <laughs> he spent this whole movie like, oh, Connor, you got to be a better man. But he's like, I'm not changing. I'm already dead. Right. I'm swing my dick all the way through the afterlife. <laughs> I'm going to get uh. throat cancer again. Anyways. Aww. Yeah. So... Thoughts, Adam? You know, all in all, I thought it was... Uh, I forgot how how many funny moments were in this show. And, like, some of them that shouldn't... Like, the small thing, like, I'm a stone banger head against the right. counter. Like, everything was perfect for... I don't want to say perfect, but everything was really well done for the characters that were playing, right? 
And I, I'll go back to what Shannon said earlier, I think, like the dad, even the army guy. Um, I think they introduced him as this army dude. And the only thing he really did army-ish was like the little figurine thing, right? Uh, with the city. He's he goes, really strict. He's like, and he goes, turn 90 you guys are the Nazis. The <laughs> and and uh, anyways, all that to say, I think uh, I, I think they did it really well. And I think they played everybody up, even the bridesmaids. I mean, the funny oh, thing is about this movie was uh, they make weddings look like this ultimate hookup place, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they're trying to take the whole movie in a different direction, trying to get away from that. But yet the whole thing is centered around it. So I don't know. I think there was some depth to it. So I liked it. I, I forgot. I tried to get Rachel to watch it with me. She's like, I already seen it. And then I didn't like it that much. I was like, what? I don't think she remembers it really. So, right. well, like, too, it's not just like that the weddings are a hookup place. Those women that were the bridesmaids, there's something wrong with them. Because, right. like, when well, all the other like available men the... were taken, they're like, oh, we have to have sex with someone. So we're just going to go bang those dorky guys. Well, they have a sickness. Funny... <laughs> well, even at the beginning of the movie, they allude to, like, everybody like that has daddy issues, right? Right. <laughs> She's like, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one the one girl was like, you know, she was asking about a dude, and he was like, you know, the other chick was like, oh, he's married, and she's like, does he have kids? It doesn't count unless he has kids. Right. Yeah, there's something wrong with them, fundamentally. Right. Mentally. Right. That's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't even know my father. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Every time, every McConaughey is totally right. It all comes down to daddy issues, and he's like. Every time they say that, he goes, oh, really? Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Your panties are about to shoot across the room. Oh, man. Right. So what would you rate it, though, bud? Um, I give this a 6.5 out of 10. All right. I'm not a huge chick book fan or rom-com. I mean, I enjoy them from time to time. But as I was watching it, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I will watch it again, so... Sure. Sometime it might it might be another ten years before I or eight years before I hit it up, but uh, but it it was good. All right, man. Hmm. I really liked it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I am kind of a fan of rom coms, so yeah, this movie had it all for me. Um, I thought Emma Stone pretty much stole the show, though. That was she was amazing. Yeah, her um, and Michael Douglas, I think. Right, they were it. great. Yeah. Uh, as far as the rating goes, I think I would... What? <laughs> Nothing I'm laughing. He's being a dork. I'm a dork. I'm laughing Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. What would you rate it? I would give it a solid 8.1. 8.1 on the Richter wow. scale, baby. All right. That's a good Close rating. Close to that big earthquake we had in Mexico. Anyways. What would you rate it, Shannon? <laughs> Jeez. I am with both Adam and Matt. Um, I agree that Emma Stone stole the show for me. I enjoyed that the most. But you had a stack of great actors and actresses in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of these movies you could just watch and get a kick out of it anytime you watch it. It's kind of like Tremors. I'd watch it over and over and over again. I rated it an 8 out of 10. All right. Ooh. Angela? Will, uh, I am a big fan of rom-coms. I am especially a fan of Matthew McConaughey's rom-coms. <laughs> if um, they're good. 
Uh, they're all good. <laughs> That'll be a debate for a different time. <laughs> um, but I I have a hard, I I don't know why, but I really don't like Jennifer Garner. So every moment that she was on screen, I was just kind of like, Ugh, okay, this is happening. Um, it's because she's not a good uh-huh. actress. Yeah, there's something about her face that bothers me. But like, like I think she, that she her... doesn't emote with her face. She's just not a good actress. Something. But I think her and McConaughey mm-hmm. had good chemistry, so I think that made up a yeah. lot for for her uh, shortcomings. But I think he might yeah. have good chemistry with a wooden door. So I don't. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, yeah, it mm-hmm. doesn't you know rate on the same scale as his chemistry with Kate Hudson, but you know it's. Well, she's a good actress. It's okay. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she was bored into it. Yeah, kind of. So, uh, but overall, I really liked the film. I, I, uh, I love Emma Stone, and she was wonderful. Michael Douglas killed. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little lower than everybody else. I'm gonna give it a five point three seven. Five point three seven. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. If this was on i probably wouldn't shut it off but i probably won't seek it out again oh okay hmm. this was actually the first time i'd ever seen it as oh, well okay. i don't know if that makes a difference no i mean your opinion's your opinion mm-hmm. you yeah. have it just yeah. like a butthole I everybody's can't. got one yeah <laughs> sometimes mine stink. was surgically <laughs> removed so this movie's Whoa. like at the tail end of mcconaughey not being mcconaughey that we know him now this is like one of the right. last movies he did where he was like cashing a paycheck. Right. And I think in this movie more than most of the other ones, uh, I'm not going to say that actually. He's a really, really good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously we know that now. But like, there, I mean, I felt that way then. Here. Yeah, but you don't, in a rom-com, you don't get to do that. You know what I mean? You get to right. be the guy who lives with his parents and Terry Bradshaw's your dad or, you know, that stupid crap. <laughs> but Love like, that movie. You see flashes of it here when he's deeply emotionally disturbed and like broken and stuff like that. You know, obviously by the time you get to True Detective, you know, he's legit and it's for real. Right. So, but this movie I think is like way better than it has any right being, being that it is a money grab and being that it is a crappy remake. But I think it's just full of enough heart and like, uh, like great performances from some of the little players. Like Breckin Meyer is really good, and of mm-hmm. course Michael Douglas, Emma Stone. You know, and I think that makes up for everything that it has going against it. And like the McConaughey and Garner chemistry, I thought was good. Um, even though she's not a very good actress, no, no offense to her, but I think it just really took the movie up a notch, and mm-hmm. I, I liked it even more than I remembered liking it the first time. So I'll give it a seven out of ten. Gotcha. Nice. I think Jennifer Gardner did a good job playing her role, though. She was kind of sarcastic because she knew. Um, yeah, I think I think the problem I with. F- Go ahead, Matt. I think the problem with Jennifer Gardner is not so, like, she she's not that good of an actress, but I think she gets stereotyped into the quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that, I just wonder if that's all that she can do. Right. If she's um, just a one note. Yeah, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't like, color she outside the lines. She just seems to play. Right. right. She see, just seems to play the same that's person exactly, in yeah, every that's movie. That's exactly You don't get to see a uh, variety of her. She has no range. Right. She's not really given a range. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. She doesn't, you know. Well, but is she is... not given it because she 
I just don't know. isn't giving it, or is she not giving it because she's not capable? I, I... I don't know. Well, there's a lot of lot of things we could discuss here about you know Hollywood and their treatment of women, and um, it's probably a double edged sword for someone like Jennifer Garner. She doesn't have like the Meryl Streep type talent to go be a chameleon like Kate Blanchett, right? You know, what I mean, Kate uh-huh. Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep. Some there's just some actresses that like have got the goods and they could go do anything and be anyone. They could be a crack whore. They could be the queen. You know what I mean? They could be Julia Child. Like Charlize Theron. I think Charlize is pretty good too. But like, then there's people like Jennifer Garner. I think this is the bulk of actresses in Hollywood that they, they have like a certain range. So they get kind of pigeonholed into it and they don't get, well, they're not really allowed to explore because I think that, for women in Hollywood, it's probably a lot rougher to like oh, yeah. to probably like maintain an image. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't want like a lot of them. Like, well, my talents maybe not that great. Like Jennifer Garner, I don't want to get too far outside this and like maybe ruin my brand. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It it does. I just you know, I mean, take Emma Stone for example. For years, she's played this care you know for years she played this type of character you sure. know the the quirky weird you know humorous ginger mm-hmm. right yeah. i mean the rock star house oh bunny you know the it, but, yeah the rocker that's oh my what I gosh I, love that I love that movie we gotta do that movie yeah, i sure. love that movie he can't be killed. um <laughs> he can't be killed <laughs> bradley cooper's in that movie <laughs> Oh man, that's a good movie. Um, but you know, eventually she made it out of that box because she's good enough. You know. Yeah, and I think that's I think... it's a hard road for female actors to to get out of there. You know, it's just. Oh, yeah. and I mean, not... they, they, I've heard they end up telling a lot, even like the skinny ones. Oh, you should probably lose the weight for this role. It's like you motherfucker. Right. <laughs> right. Mm. No, I agree. I mean, I it's, mean it's they really did that. Ooh, son they of did a that bitch. To, uh, they did that to Katniss or whatever. Yeah. For Hunger Games. Yeah. So she didn't. Yeah. She needed to lose weight. She didn't look hungry enough. She was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Right. But to kind of yeah. take the other side here, Matthew McConaughey also had this, What do you, whatever you call the term, pre-McConaughey. Yeah. Because he was always in those romantic comedy movies, playing the guy, trying to get the girl. Well, like there are so he, many. No, of those. he wasn't always more... like that because he he came out doing a Time to Kill and doing real stuff. But I think because you know he's good looking, he got that stuck he for fell a very too. attractive. Yeah. You know, right. I think men also can fall into that same trap where you get typecast and pigeonholed. Like, because he he's a a character actor in the body of a leading man. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, you have leading yeah. man face, so go be a leading man. He can lead my man and any he day. Do, and he does it well because Ooh. he's a good character actor. He actually does it well. Right. So, it, We're it's... Not, not all I leading imagine men it was are, super are easy actors, for him. So. Right. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, I can't even... Although I can't think of one right now that's not a good actor. A leading man that's although not a good I actor? I can think of as Bradley Cooper at the moment. Yeah, all I can think of is Bradley Cooper at the moment, though. He's a good actor. Love him. Hmm. Yeah, I love him. Oh, there's there's plenty. I mean, uh... Taylor Kish. Taylor Kish. Taylor. You, I don't, you know, I don't even know he's not in anything. 
right? I was yeah, I've never seen that. Friday Night Lights. Well, he had so, so many bombs. I, no I mean, he did what is it? Battleship. Then he did John, John Carter, Carter and, and yeah, Lone Survivor. Um, now yeah. he's in a movie this weekend called American right. Assassin. So yeah, starring Wonder Michael what that's going to be about. It's about an American Ooh. assassin, I think. Actually, I'm, actually, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, no it's way. It's a, a popular book series that I've been reading over the years. Oh, really? So I'm, I had no idea. Yeah. I found the song. Yeah, Vince Flynn. Yeah, it's off his uh, Mitch Rapp uh, character. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I saw the trailer. Like the Tom, yeah, he's kind of like today's Tom Clancy. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. so I found the song. It was actually written for the movie. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> Why would they do that? I'm dancing. They can't see you dance. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Sounds like they try to rip off I the front. I definitely want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So it was it's written for sad. the movie. That... Yeah, it's a sad little song, too. It was the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I, I don't that's sad I don't understand why that's sad because <laughs> it's pathetic yes oh, oh pathetic sad that's hello sad. <laughs> it's the way she said you it you are one hilarious. pathetic loser come on <laughs> who's crying uh, <laughs> I'm crying oh my god <laughs> so, so guys yeah. Uh, overall, let's take a vote. Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Sure. Yes. Mm, yeah. C. C. I would also recommend it. <laughs> so there it is, guys. Ghost Girlfriend's Past. If you've never seen it, uh, go ahead and watch it. Maybe wait till Christmas. I don't know. It's it's Christmas carolly, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Or Valentine's there's, Day. There's snow. You know? You want to set the mood just right? You say there's snow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to convince your girl that you're not a douchebag because this is what real douchebags do. I wouldn't do, do that. <laughs> yeah, unless you're somehow worse than uh, Connor Mead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, no, even if you're only slightly better, you'd be like, see, it could be worse. Exactly. Oh, boy. Yeah, but you don't want you don't want to be worse than him and have her go, well, I'd rather date that guy. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, he no, looks no, like no. Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's and got he's that going. super successful. Yeah. So there we go, guys. Uh, watch it. And as always, come check us out at moviedummies.com. we got reviews coming up all the time. Uh, I just posted one that should be coming up soon about It. The new It movie mm. 2017. Oh, did you see it? Oh, I did see it. I seen It. It. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that probably more next week. No, thank you. Or you can just go read the review. I now. have questions. Okay. So, until then, until uh, next week, I'm Joe. I'm Adam. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. My name is Matt. Hello, I'm Cat Matt. And <laughs> we're going to be see you next week, guys. Adios. Hey, everybody. Oh, come on. Yay, Aww. Michael Bay. I get on Michael Bay. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it like, move on to the bus. Hold on to your Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> you had me thinking Italian. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> you think in Italian? Because it speaks so much. I was thinking about the mic the phone. I knew. Exactly. I Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until my seeds finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and visit us at moviedummies.com for more content. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.